Kevin Black, day two of Lollapalooza 2014 here for Illinois Entertainer Dynasty Podcast in Chew, Chicago. I'm here with Evan Weiss from Into It Over, man. How are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Beautiful weather out today. It is gorgeous out today, man. Uh, the last time I think you and I talked professionally on the mic was like CMJ a couple years ago in New York City, right? Yeah, on a busy, busy intersection where it was like uh, right outside um, Andrew WK's club, which is called... Uh... Where was that show? I, I don't know. I, I can picture it in my head, but yeah, I don't remember uh, what the venue was. Shit. This is going to be nuts. <laughs> it was so long ago. I know. I can't believe I can't remember what it was called. That's You're going to text me at like 4 a.m. and be like, know, it was like, called what? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, it, this, it's been a really busy couple of years for you. I've, I've even tried to get a, um, an interview with you a couple times, and it's like, you have so much going on. You're a really busy guy. How has it been like, the last year or two in, in the camp of Into It Over and everything you have going on? Dude, it's been busy. We wrote a record, did a full year touring, and about to do another like three or four months coming up, and uh, it's just been a wild year. Like, I've actually been able to spend more time at home than yeah. previously, and it's been nice that the band's kind of gotten to a level where I don't have to tour 12 months out of the year. Um... But yeah, aside from that, it's been it's been fucking awesome. It's been really really fortunate. Well, it's really felt like in the last like year, year and a half, two years into it, over it has really like risen to another level of prominence with people really knowing who you guys are, being associated with this like, is it or is it not? An Santos emo party house. That's Santos party house. Holy crap! <laughs> that was gonna drive me nuts. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you figured that out now. Like, like versus if we were like playing later today, and in the middle of your set, you're like Santos. Uh, yeah, it was Santos. Like, oh, we played yesterday, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it feels like more people are really finding out about Into It Over It, and you guys are being associated with like the Is It or Is It Not, like an emo revival conversation, all these it's, things. It's you know what. It, the whole thing with Intuit Over, it's always been a slow and steady growth. And yeah. it hasn't been anything fast. It's been nice, even pace. And that's how I like it. I think the people that are really involved and who really dig it are people that are going to continue to be really involved and really dig it. And it's not like there's like a group of Fairweather fans or people that don't understand it. It's, I don't think the music is written in a way that people could just like jump on a bandwagon you know like they either you're not like a pop radio top 40 kind of yeah. like oh you're this you're not carly ray jepson totally yeah <laughs> you know so like because of that pace it's it's just been able to maintain and then get slowly you know move it move at a nice even keel it's awesome and you know i really dig that vibe i'd rather it be like that than some kind of like flash in the pan kind of thing and you know and the, and the people that are that are psyched about it are really really psyched you know like that emo revival thing i don't you know, sure. You know, if that's if people are psyched about bands that sound like my band or other bands that I really like, then that's awesome. You yeah. know, and if if that's a thing that's popular now, that's great. I, you know, I it, I like all those bands. So for me, it's like, yeah, I want these see these bands get popular. So yeah. Um, if it's a revival, I don't. You know, I don't know. That's <laughs> that. Journalists just want something to put a name on. You know, they need like, a story. Yeah, they need something to write about, something to say, and something that's like a catchy catchy right. thing, you know, and whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they need a headline, will Into It Over It save music? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could barely, I could barely, like, save to pay off my credit card. <laughs> I don't know about saving music. Well, you know, you, you were uh, one of the earlier acts playing yesterday, day one of Lollapalooza on Friday. I was able to catch the set. How was it on your end? It was good. I had a massive allergy attack right before we played, which was, you know, that's, we're outside, you know, it's like fucking middle of summer, so... Having to deal with that, you know, that's, but whatever. I'm like, you know, not going to let that get me down. We were having an awesome time. The weather was great. It did, the rain held off, which was really cool. And, uh, yeah, it's a really good turnout. Which is awesome. Yeah, the turnout was excellent. You know, it's, it's interesting because you look out and you see this, like, big open field. You can't, you kind of lose 
perception as to how many people you're you're playing for, and you know it's uh, it's just a crazy experience. Like we were all talking about how we've all everyone in Twitter's been torn for so long, we felt like we'd experienced nearly every experience you could experience being in a touring band and this was like a new experience for everybody no one had ever done anything like this before so it was kind of like oh wow there's still like new stuff we can do as a band and like get excited about so yeah uh, now how did it happen with you guys getting on the Lala Bill how did that call come in how did it like how did the conversation come together we got the offer you know we played a couple really excuse me yeah I do of course I do absolutely (laughs) taking a slider break yeah I'm taking a you're gonna eat a sandwich while I talk to you right now sure um yeah, they, we played a couple really great Chicago shows, and I think that made an impression on the people that do the festival here. And I think um, as far as booking a local Chicago act, you know, like there aren't a ton of local bands on this, like our bands from this city playing this festival. And um, yeah, and I guess they just really dug us, so they asked us to do it. Yeah, man, it's awesome. And again, like I was able to catch the set, and I thought it was really great performance and I think it's a bigger stage than you guys are really used to because I'm used to seeing you at a place like Shuba's. I think I saw you at Shuba's maybe like a year and a half ago or so. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, you know, was this like one of the bigger shows you guys have ever done or have you been on bigger festival stages than this? We did a festival in Milwaukee called Summerfest which was a really big Summerfest festival. Summerfest is amazing. Um, so we did that earlier this year and then we played a couple shows with Brand New which were both really big and there was a show I played a couple bigger shows like you know like three four thousand cap rooms solo which is like even more insane that I'm up there by myself in front of this huge crowd but as far as like something that has this much recognition like you tell people that you tell people that like don't know about music that you're playing Lollapalooza and they're like they know what Lollapalooza is you know it's like that makes an impression that like is something that is exciting and that I can like tell my mom tell my mom I'm like hey mom we're playing Lollapalooza she's like what you know like how cool is that you know so now you know you did a promotion uh, a day or two ago with Uber, the, the car service in Chicago yeah. and a lot of other cities. Kind of talk about that. Like, how did that come together where you were playing in different locations? They were kind of like pop-up sets with, like, a car or kind of what was the deal? It was, it was I was riding in a vehicle similar to that of the Pope Mobile, which was a glass-enclosed truck that would pull up. Basically, it was me and, like, five other bands. Or me, four other bands, and a DJ. And uh, you could request on Uber using the Uber app to have bands come and play where you are instead of like a car coming to pick you up. So people, if enough people requested, a truck would pull up and, a ba- and you just start playing. You know, like you just play to who's ever standing on the street. So we did about five shows in about three hours and um, you pull up, you play like three to four songs and then you just drive away and it's like completely illegal. There's no permits. So, like you're just fucking rolling in there like playing until the cops show up. You're like, all right, you know, and like just fucking go for it. And uh, it was a really cool like guerrilla style like interesting way to promote Lollapalooza, to promote Uber, and as well promote like you know all of the bands that were involved. It was a, one of the coolest. Like again, going back to like doing stuff that you haven't done yet before being in a band. Like that's something I got excited when they asked me because it's like I never thought I would do anything like that before. Like that's so cool, you know. No, so. it's it's so insane. And how did you get hooked up with them with the Uber folks? Did like do you happen to know someone there? Did they reach out to you guys? Reach out to us. I mean, yeah. we um, we heard about what was going on. Our friend Tim, Tim who plays bass. I should have just started with that. Kim plays bass and Intuitover. It works in the group on office. Okay. Um, we have a lot of we have a couple friends that work over there. But he found out about it maybe a couple weeks ago, and he had mentioned it. And I had uh, said something to my manager like, "Hey, well, how do we get involved in that?" You know. And then it was kind of weird. Like we, I asked him about how we got involved, and then almost a day later, we got the email about it. And uh, 
you know, they wanted to have a band from Chicago be a part of it. And I think we're one of the only bands from Chicago on the festival, again, like I said. Yeah. Well, so. everybody else on the festival is like, you know, like you have Chance and Vic Mensa, who are rappers. You have Krilla and Flostradamus, who are DJs. It is, you know, primary and, and Gemini Club, who is a band, but is an electronic band. We always joke they're a DJ band. It's like, yeah, you're really the only, like, straight-up, like, rock band on Lollapalooza this year from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think that was the other thing, too. It's because it's an experiment. You know, they can't really, like, afford to pay Right. Anyone. You know, so it's like, it's more of just like, hey, we got this crazy idea. Like, are you excited to be about a part of a crazy idea? It's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm yeah. excited to be a part of a crazy idea. So, you know, that was, it was, for from our perspective, or from my perspective, it was just something really awesomely fun to do. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have been doing anything in the afternoon anyway. It's like, cool, of course <laughs> I want to play. People want me to play music for them. I'm going to want to play, you know, so. See, now people are going to hear this, and they're going to be like, hey, man, come play our kegger. Come play my son's fourth birthday yeah, party. Keg party. You know, yeah. like, oh, I don't know about that. But <laughs> <laughs> Can you put me in a glass truck? And then maybe Do you have a Pope mobile? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, what's going on? You're, you're a busy guy. You've always got a lot happening. You have, at least that I know of, two other regular projects um, there, there, there all spelled differently and then Pet Symmetry right. which I like that uh, what's going on with some of the other ventures that you have outside of Intuit Over It? Uh, there that there is kind of chilling right now we uh, did some shows this year we put out a couple records and we you know now we're just kind of laying low like Mike's Mike's really focusing on uh, doing his American football reunions and with his family and uh, playing in Owls again which is like a big that consumes a lot of his time and uh, Matt's playing in a couple other bands and recording, and so we're just kind of, and I'm focusing on Into It Over It right now, so we're just kind of taking a break, but we're not done. Like, we want to write an LP, and um, so just kind of one thing at a time. And then Pet Symmetry is about to finish our full length, so that'll be out maybe early next year. Yeah. Which, uh, and hopefully there'll be some touring to follow. That's great. Yeah. Now, you know, doing all these different kind of projects that aren't Into It Over It, like, obviously, I'm sure it offers, like, some kind of, you know, it's a chance to play with different people, play different kinds of music. But, like, what's the appeal of, of having multiple projects? Um, it depends on the band. I think the appeal of doing There, There, There is a way uh, for, like, you know, we're three buddies. We like to play. The music is fun and challenging, which is really exciting. It's a cool band to be in. You know, like, it's, we really all like the music a lot. And with Pet Symmetry, the deal with that is it's, like, our goof-off band. Right. You know, it's our band that, like, is not serious, that we can get together and just have fun. If we mess up, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's just, like, totally a release for the three of us to have a band that's not our primary focus. So, um, and I think it's the same with There to There. I think it's, you know, for all of us, it's, like, our, for everyone involved, it's our least committed that we are to anything. And that, in turn, makes it the most fun. Because right. we can just... No pressure. Yeah, with Into It Over It, it's like super, like, we're That's really your college like, rigorous, transcript, you know, man. Like, yeah. super, you know, on, on the ball, like, really prepared, want it, want it to be professional. But with the other bands, it's just a way to, like, be in a band, and that's the most you need to expect. You know, like, it's, I can get to, if we feel like practicing, we can. If we don't, who gives a shit? Like, doesn't matter. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, the new record, or at least the latest record from Into It Over It's called Intersections that came out uh, in fall of last year. Kind of what can we expect from you maybe going into, like, 2015, whether it's Into It Over It or anything else? Uh, we're doing some Into It Over It's doing some touring in the fall we're doing shows with Mineral and American Football and uh, there'll be a couple other tours that are going to get announced right after that um, looking to play more solo shows so that's I didn't really get to play a lot of solo shows on the new record which is something I want to get back to doing a little bit because um, the few solo shows that I have played this year have been the best ones I've ever done like super cool so 
planning on doing that, and then in the spring of next year, going to be hunkering down to write LP3. So. I love it, man. Uh, Evan Weiss, it was great to catch up with you, man. It's been a long time coming, and I'm so glad we got to have some time. So you're a very busy dude, man. So thank you so much for taking some time Absolutely. here at Lollapalooza. Let's go catch a show at uh, Santos Party House soon. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. All right, Always man. Thanks Andrew. so much. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it.